how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strike. It's Freddie Youngberg again, pushed out by Bartes. Wilson! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership, and this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle! It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur! What's up, everyone, and uh, welcome back to the now monthly show of the Pace of Power podcast. I'm your host, Ed Dowling. With me today, uh, we've got Pat in the bottom. How are we doing? Ed in the top left. Howdy. Very nice. And Hammerson, of course, who will be joining late, as is tradition now. Um, first of all, obviously, this, uh, this when was the last time we even did an episode? Christmas. Christmas feels like. So long. Yeah, ago. Christmas, Christmas. Was it even that recent? Yeah, the Christmas uh, quiz, I believe. Oh, yeah. We did the yeah. Christmas quiz that day, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, look, fucking ages ago, but this is what we come to expect now. Um, uh, but we're back. Back for not only the mid season review and the transfer review. So, it's going to be pretty good, pretty tasty, lots to get into. Um, my camera doesn't work, not that you can see me anyway. Um, but I'm glad I can't be on, on camera. Um, the last couple of months, last month, I think for me has been just, just, just so miserable. Um, every, Tottenham losing at every turn, seemingly nothing going wrong for Arsenal, apart from very, very recent events, which we'll get into. But guys, I'll start with you, Pat. Um, how how have you found the season since we last spoke? Pure, pure bliss. Pure uninterrupted bliss. It's, uh-huh. been, it's been great. Um, what was the only the only slight slight annoyance was dropping points at home to Newcastle, but they're they're like fourth or something. Um, it was nil nil. Oh, boo! Um, dropped points once. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Other than that, other than that, it's been, it's been fantastic. Um, there was the whole uh, Gabby Jesus getting injured post World Cup thing. People saying that could be you know the start of the end. And Ketty has come in been arguably better potentially <laughs> um definitely better goal scoring wise and then his, his all-round game's been great as i've been saying it has is is for a long long time now to the deaf ears um and yeah so no lovely stuff um i think standout player has probably been zinchenko for me um nice. he he has been levels upon levels um yeah just fantastic nice and dixon i imagine Sorry, I just had a little like, toothpick thing in my mouth. Dixon, I mentioned uh, pretty similar <laughs> stuff from you. Sorry, Coach. Oh, yeah, sorry. elaborate, elaborate. <laughs> you know, you get those like, um, again, I can't show you because my camera doesn't work, but you get those like little <laughs> floss picks where it's like, I can't even describe oh, what the shape it is. It, it, it's, like, um, it's like a little stick and then it's got kind of like a semicircle with a floss wire, right? Yeah, a floss wire. And it's once, once like, if I see mm. one in my room and I haven't used it yet, I'm <laughs> I'm going to town. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're just lying about raw in your room. No, I bought a pack yesterday. They're just sitting on my desk. So I was like, yeah. Why? But I realized it would put, put greatly inhibit my yet. speech. 
Sorry? Yeah. Flossing is for like after brushing your teeth. No, why then your bedroom? I don't know. You know, you get those like fancy old school restaurants where they're like the wood, the uh, wooden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Like a like a nice Italian pizzeria or something, and they've got like a. That's kind of what I'm trying to do here. Like a tub of them on the table. Been your high of high points since uh, the Christmas time. (sighs) Win v United. That was. That was a glorious. So I mean, glorious. yeah, glory. Like, if nothing else, it was it was a great game of football, wasn't it? But you know, yeah. I think my main frustration, aside from Arsenal being good, is oh, I got to choose my words carefully here because don't don't want to be pointed down the years of praising Arsenal. But you, it's not happening in a particularly boring way. It's a relatively exciting yet convincing way. It's not like you're fluking it. No, like, but like United we are, game, we are consistently we are playing well, which is. Like weird, you know. I'm not, <laughs> I'm yeah, not look, quite used I mean, to it. I'm kind of expecting it to go bad at some point, but it so I'm far so good, through, you know. I'm I'm deep, you know, diving deep into everything I possibly could any kind of kernel of of bullshit or you know, something flapping to the sea, but it's just they're just very good. <laughs> they're really good every week and they're playing a good oh, I just no, I absolutely hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I wish the crazy nothing. stuff. Of- there's been there's been like um two I think the only game we've won where we didn't deserve to was um there was a lead game which which they peppered us. Other than that, I think we've won every single game in a convincing enough way, playing really well. We've not had especially like we've not had luck on our side when it comes to refereeing decisions. We've had one penalty all year. Um Wait, we've had uh, yeah, one penalty. Us and United are tied tied for the least, one each. Um, we've had uh, not particularly easy fixtures so far. We, we've played a massive number of away games te- compared to home games. We've played more big six fixtures than City have. Um, the only thing you could definitely say is that our, our injury luck has been pretty good. Um, being able to field a, an unchanged team most weeks, which is a massive help. But yeah, there's, I, I can't think of a single way you could re- realistically criticise our season at all, where I think we're best team in the league by by a fair margin yeah and the table does show that um but yeah enough arsenal positive chat get that out of the way fucking hell but yeah look just for people that aren't as football literate as we are or keeping up to date with it throughout this podcast you probably say and we've been doing this since 2021 yeah arsenal for the large bulk of that were probably the worst team that we would talk about week in week out and now they are so comfortably the best team um they are so much better than uh or certainly uh spurs and kelsey and united that they're getting there um but it's a really massive um massive change for arsenal and one thing i would say that it agonizes me to say every time it, they it's a good thing for football that this is happening it's an absolutely diabolical thing for me <laughs> I wish Arsenal folded tomorrow, but to have a squad where you look, you have spent loads of money, lo- loads of money, like loads. You know, Chelsea are kind of distorting that again. It, yeah, they've they've actually done us a bit of a solid because they've completely changed the the landscape of what high spending is. In comparison, we look like penny pinching, oh tight fisted <laughs> bastards now. But you, it's a good thing in the purely in the sense that. It shows that actually backing a manager with an identity and a vision can pay off if you win the league, which, you know, it's not a guarantee yet, um, which is a good thing. And it's an attractive style of football, yada, 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 yada. 
Arsenal fans, I want to let you all know personally, this is nothing to do with you. Nothing. If you had it your way, you'd have some twats like fucking, uh, what's, that, what's that Italian guy charging Juventus what? still? Allegri. Allegri would be there. You'd be moaning away. Arteta has turned it round. And let's hope he fails. God, let's hope he fails. If, if I see, who's your captain? Odegaard. Yes, Odegaard. Yeah. Well, I don't actually hate him that much. Fair enough. Yeah, it, it's sickening times. But for football, it, it's, uh, it's a positive thing. So you get that out of me, okay? I'm not going to be. That's pretty good. I'm impressed. Entirely, entirely yeah, yeah, yeah. negative. About I wasn't it. expecting that much at all. Very, uh, yeah, yeah like, very, very yeah, nice. Very, of you. very unbiased opinion of you there, Ed. Yeah, we'll see. Well, look, 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 look. If if Arsenal don't win the title, um, would you say that there'd be an unprecedented amount of abuse for Arsenal fans? Abuse like yeah. we've never seen in the Premier League era. <laughs> Absolutely, but true. It can only really come from certain people because I don't want to be hearing from Chelsea at all because they spent seven hundred mil on their bastard tenth. Like this, this, this podcast is no, no one in this podcast is in a position to banter us. Really, if if what, what are Spurs going to do? Oh, you've had a better season than we've had in forever. <laughs> no, I don't care if Arsenal don't win it. No, I, I, it won't be as good as a trophy. That is that is scandalous to say. It it will hit like. Because for me, this that is the ultimate. That is the ultimate failure, you know. Because you, you're getting to the highest highs. It's like maybe losing the last minute of the Champions League final. Even then, you or, can take some or, the, or the there. first minute, <laughs> or the first minute if you're if you're my <laughs> But yeah, look, it's good times for Arsenal. Um, let's get away from that. Um, I don't really want to talk about Tottenham too much, but generally, you know, agonizingly bad all over the place. Um, usual stuff. Hamilton is, and by the way, we are doing this on transfer deadline day. Um, really, uh, uh, anyone wise would just do this tomorrow where all the facts are out there. Something massive could happen and we'd miss it by an hour, even though we do this on a monthly basis. So that'd be great. And I'm sure that will happen. Um, but yeah, potential, like in terms for, of the season, potential for live reactions, like a sort of um, Sky Sports News deadline day sort of thing, though, that, which, yeah, which I think. Jim White thing. Yeah, there's definitely a gap mm. in the market for that sort of content. Am I right, guys? Mm. Yeah, that could be, that could be us. a lot of that. <laughs> I mean, we'll get onto the transfer window uh, properly, um, but I, I've not actually vocalised this to you guys yet because, let's say, the group chat first and foremost has been popping off every single day, at really all hours of the day. Um, yeah. And I usually don't care about transfer windows at all, but they actually aren't as interesting as people make them out. But this one, I found basically every transfer, I'm like, hmm, well, that's pretty interesting. He's going there, huh? Ooh, he's, they're, going, they're losing this guy. Um, so it's been, been pretty interesting. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, there's been some raised eyebrows. It's actually been a fairly miserable one for Arsenal fans, but obviously that's that's offset by the aforementioned success. Um, you're right, though. I want to say this, and I want to say this as a sort of blanket statement, that transfer windows are terrible. Like, they're not fun. It, it, mm. You feel like, in retrospect, you, you feel like there's stuff happening every minute, but, like, it's the same stories getting recycled. It's mostly boring transfers. When there's a big one, it only takes like five million years for it to actually come off. So you're by the time it happens, you're actually sick of it. Like the, the Midrick thing, which we will definitely talk about, like that was kind of box office soap opera sort of stuff. Um, but that doesn't come around too often. No, it, it doesn't. And um, yeah, I guess we'll get to when Hamson joins, if Hamson joins, I don't know what he's doing, um, about Chelsea. But for me, it's very been very interesting because of what Chelsea are doing. I think what Chelsea are doing is unprecedented, um, even by Chelsea standards. This what is happening is is absolutely unbelievable, um, and I'm actually enjoying it. 
uh, for a reason I'll explain later. Um, I find it difficult to vocalize sometimes. I don't know why. Because Chelsea being good doesn't, shouldn't be good for anyone, including Chelsea fans. They're not good, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. true. But like, in terms of the season then, I'm trying to think if we haven't covered anything that we should have covered. Obviously, it's a weird one because Liverpool and Chelsea, who Chelsea, I was thinking the other day, in the league, she haven't been that good in quite some time. So 17, 18, I think, was the last time they won the league. Which I know yeah. I'm saying that, and I was talking fan, the last time we won the league was, I think, like, JFK was still alive. So, you know, yeah, yeah. okay, I get it. I oh, get it. That's not even a joke, is it? That's, 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 that's <laughs> absolutely true. <laughs> absolutely. I think he had a couple of years left as well, to be fair. A good stint left after we won the league. Um, he was still so, he was still entangled with uh, Marilyn Monroe back, <laughs> back the last time Spurs Spurs did anything. I get that, yeah. Um, but Chelsea um, have been pretty diabolical, I'd say. And Liverpool, who do you think in the in the mid off? Who do you think's been more mid? I think um, Liverpool are going quietly unnoticed. Like Chelsea, are, I think because Chelsea are lower in the table. The attention is kind of on them, and also nobody fucking likes Chelsea. But yeah. Liverpool have been dire. They're going about their midness in in silence, aren't they? They're, they're not going about their midness. No one is performing <laughs> for them. And then, well, they've just signed Gakpo, and he kind of looks like he's a dud already, doesn't he? <laughs> so bad. <laughs> and then Nunez. Nunez is the type of player where everyone says, "Are oh, his movements so dangerous?" Just. How about you score some goals? Yeah, it's over. <laughs> it's over, buddy. Uh, but it's an, he's an again interesting player, though. Never really mm. seen a player like him before. Um, that he gets so many opportunities and he does some stuff. I'm like, oh, I like that. And then he just he's, he's, this is from like three hours out. He's bad, Cavani. He is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a bit yeah, more dynamic yeah. than Cavani. I think he's he's kind of like moving yeah. around more. Cavani would like float. I, I don't know. I don't really. I only really watched late Cavani's thing. Mm. But yeah, look, we've covered the mid-off, the mid Chelsea-Liverpool. Um, do you guys want to talk about Brighton and Brentford for a little bit? Uh, Those guys. Brian. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, we, and I, I'll give you your plaudits, Pat, first and foremost, with Matoma, because genuinely, most of the people we talk about who go on to be quite good, I feel like I have heard about this guy before. Matoma, when you first mentioned him, I had never really heard of him. And now this guy may be the best player in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he is absolute mustard. Um, I think, can we, is he the best? Is he the best? Nah, he's not the best winger in the league, but he's right up there. That's he's top okay, five, Saka. definitely. Yeah, Saka's better. But um, yeah, I'd, he's unbelievable. I'd, I'd take him in a heartbeat. But I think, um, as we were oh. saying on, on the group chat, he's he's already, I think, out of the North London area price range <laughs> he is gonna cost so much when they finally come around to sell him mm. but like i just just everything about him i like even down to the fact that he did like a phd in dribbling <laughs> hilarious <laughs> phd in skill moves it's crazy what do you reckon no, his ma- is- ma- what do you reckon his major and minor was in i i reckon it was his he majored in flip flap and he minored <laughs> what do you reckon what do you reckon the minor was well, what's one he bounce can imagine pass? doing less? Yeah. Ozil bounce pass? <laughs> yeah, he might have done Ozil bounce pass. Swears? Swears <laughs> theory? No. But the, the goal he scored against Liverpool at the weekend was... Oh, 
One of the best goals yeah. I've, I've not ever seen. Yeah, maybe ever seen. In t- in t- I've never seen a goal like that before in my life. He he had he had Joe Gomez doing things that <laughs> no footballer should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Brian Brian reminded me in a way of um, I don't want to say Arsenal, but he kind of like Arsenal where um, players across the board, like every player is performing to a really high standard. Like Estupinian, he's been around a bit longer. And people realise mm. I think he's been playing at Spanish top flight for a couple of years now. But he looks unbelievable. And that Aaron Evan Ferguson guy. What the hell? That was Aaron <laughs> Like, and I don't know, Lewis Dunk, he's been good. He's been performing for a while. I just think they've got a good thing. Whatever is working there, whether it's the coaching, because they were playing like this before with Potter. Um, I will give him some plaudits there. But I think he's taken them to a new level. Yeah, I was going to say, they've, we thought Potter was good, but like, Deserby seems to be an upgrade somehow. Like mm. you were saying earlier, that Arsenal doing well is good for football, but Brighton doing well is great for the league. Yeah, like it is. It is. You know, um, they're out. They're out here battering Liverpool every time they play them. It's, it's it's a weekly occurrence now. Did you see Klopp's interview where he was like, he was he was what's what's the um Ed Dally? You'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. The um Joel Embiid quote about. The Celtics, where he's like, "This is this this they call this a match matchup. They beat our ass every time, or something like that." Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Klopp Klopp said something in the in the post match thing where it's like he was he was like apologizing to Liverpool fans for saying like at least they got to watch good football or something to that extent. <laughs> this is not a rivalry. They always kick our ass. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> no, it's yeah. crazy. And live and Brighton. Brighton do in the way Brighton play in a lot of ways, not in all ways, um, are kind of what Liverpool were like when um, they were at their peak. Um, less reliant on, on pure pace and power, though, which I actually kind of like. As much as I love yeah. pace and power, right? Obviously, we named this podcast over that theory. Um, I do like tech as well, and Brighton seems to be chock full of it right now. Yeah, uh, that tech FC, yeah, and um, they've and also the Wazoo. pound for pound, and we'll talk about um, Kaiseido in more detail later, obviously. But Kaiseido and um, Mac Allister, and there's what two or three midfielders midfields in the league better than that. I think ours is marginally better because of Erdegaard, and I think City's is probably better, but I can't think of anyone else. Mm. Definitely yeah, not well, Spurs. Look, you could, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got one player that's that's decent in midfield, and the others are just ah similar with so United. Bad. You could make a case for them now. They have got Casemiro. Oh yeah, shit. I don't okay. love any of their other midfielders. Uh, but, well, we got someone new today who we'll talk about. But yeah, Not at length, general, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> but like in general, I guess just to sort of bring the mid-season to a close, obviously with the World Cup in the middle, removing Arsenal from this, how do you think the league generally has gone? Do you think it's been a good league? I guess you're just going to say it's good, aren't you? Yeah, it's good. It would be difficult not to. But in objective terms, like it's... We have to talk about Everton. Can we talk about Everton for a little bit? <laughs> yeah. going I, am, down. I am genuinely fascinated by Everton. I follow. I only follow Tottenham accounts on uh, Twitter. But so you said something the other day, Pat, that, that awoken something inside of me about the Everton Spaces thing. And I went down this <laughs> rabbit hole of like, list. I listened to, there's an Everton podcast called The Blue Room. I've been listening to that every single day. <laughs> I love it. I actually love it. I love it. Well, I follow the bar. I'm interested in this. I'm interested in this because um, obviously Everton have the reputation for having the most miserable fans in the league. Um, 
is a podcast about Everton, especially at the moment, is it just misery and moaning? Or is it, is it any lightheartedness at all? Or is no, it like... it's, it's really interesting because it, because I love, I think I am like, I don't know, I think I'd be cast out as some kind of ghoul in like, you know, medieval times. I just love misery. I love it <laughs> if, in a football context. Like, I love, like, I, I, as soon as I found this podcast, I searched for like, oh, Lampard sacked or Lampard's got to go. And I just, I just listened to it. I was like, this is wonderful. I've got a bit of a routine with this, actually. Um, whenever any team is in like a prolonged bad run of form, I'll always, there's a few things I'll do. I will, if it's a big team, I'll listen to like the podcast around it um, or, or jump on the spaces. That's always great. Mm. With the smaller teams, um, I tend to go on their subreddit. Um, oh. it's, it's so good. And then if you filter by controversial, on the on the comments, you get some <laughs> you get some such amazing um, stuff. Thing is, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I like Everton a lot, um, but but the evil side of me wants them to go down just because just because I want to see what happens. Um, but the way they're talking about Frank Lampard, it, it, it's just brilliant. I don't know what it is, and I look forward. To, I'm really looking forward to the game of the weekend, Everton versus Arsenal. To me, that's a win-win. That's, that's an absolute win-win game. Even a draw is great <laughs> for me. If Everton win, it's like Sean Dyche is back. Everton are back. They're going to stay up. Uh, Arsenal obviously losing the unbelievable stuff. I, Arsenal uh, beat them like 5-0. I don't want to jinx it, nil. but I, I would truly be shocked if we lose to Everton in the weekend. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, I think Sean Dyche is a great manager, but like he's had, he's got nothing to work with. <laughs> He's and, already been let and, down. Not, and I'm pretty sure down. they're not bringing what? any. They're not bringing in anyone. No. Um, and well, there was that whole great. Se- there was that great sequence of of yeah, like um, as soon as they sold Gordon, they there was that tweet about like get ready everyone, he's about to do something stupid, and then it was literally like a, a few hours later, Everton have tabled forty million bid for Conor Gallagher. <laughs> There's five of add-ons as well. I don't know if you saw that. Oh my god! I mean, okay, Hammerson's here. Welcome, Hammerson. He's eating his dinner. I can see the steam yeah. coming off it. <laughs> How long have you got for dinner? Steam Hammerson. Any- yeah. Nice. Hey, dinner chat. Did you make it? I don't imagine you made it yourself. I don't. Absolutely. A lot of respect. Absolutely not. Where's it from? Pinkston Audi. Oh, this nice. is not good radio. Dead <laughs> <laughs> air. <laughs> All right, a bit of little energy chat there for everyone. Um, However, okay, cool. Peak of entertainment, these guys, prime entertainment. If you can see Chelsea, oh, yes, we'll get him talk off. About Chelsea later. <laughs> <laughs> right, are we ready? For some some transfer window stuff here. I think we've yes. summed up mid season quite nicely. Um, right, let's go for some overarching transfer window themes. You know, really English it up in here because I I think um, to be honest. And I mentioned it briefly today on the chat um, about transfers and dealings. And Harrison, you sent a tweet. It's not your fault. I'm not having to go at you. But what it what it summarised and meant for me, it, it, I just opened my eyes. I was like, "What? What are we doing?" It was like a it was like a tweet in Portuguese, and it said, um, "Chelsea has submitted their bill sheet." It's like a legal <laughs> a legal agreement that had been submitted from one party to another, neither of which actually were representatives of their company. It's like two shell companies <laughs> talking to each other. And people are getting hyped about that. What on earth are we doing? Guys? <laughs> I thought it was about football. The whole thing is broken, isn't it? It's like it's like um 
you see those like 50 tweet long threads about like the finances behind a club. It's like, who cares? This isn't what the beautiful game is about. Do you think, do you think back in, when you see those like colorized, colorized versions of like 1913 terraces, do you think they're talking about like, oh yeah, no, 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 we're going over FFP here if we load in <laughs> whoever the fuck, if we load in um, Colonel Mustard or whatever. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But do you think it's gone? Do you think obviously it's gone a bit mad? And the reporting of it. Like, for example, if Chelsea, if there was an announcement tomorrow that you can thank Maurizio Romano for that. But it's, no, it, I don't think it's just little detail. We'll get on to that fraud. We'll get on to that tapping much in a second. We're, call, we're, we're calling him out. But and he's coming on the podcast in five. <laughs> Deadline day special. Imagine, imagine we secured. <laughs> Romano for a Romano slot on transfer deadline day. We just didn't talk about anything to do with transfers and just wasted his time. <laughs> talking talk, talk about Hamilton's dinner and, and flopping. <laughs> You're Italian, Fabrizio. <laughs> no, but it's Fabrizio, not what's right? your what's your favourite airline? <laughs> no, it's a whole industry out of being first. Um, and I think it's better now than it was before where you had loads of frauds loads of frauds out there remember when the tier system was this thing and everyone used to do a tier system tier one tier two people don't really do that anymore so i think it's been established that there's certain people ornstein i think is, is the man um if you've got ornstein on there even though he did he did thought something about spurs it actually end up happening but we'll get on to that no if you, if you if you if you check his wording he was right on that um, yeah, he, he covered all bases. No, he's he, he's uh, infallible at this point. He's he's a consummate professional. Whereas the thing with the thing with Fab is that he he's so like he tweets so much that like, Ornstein he'll tweet once every few days and it'll be some breaking news that no one else has heard of, and that's why he's so good. Ornstein daggers is uh, it must be really satisfying. Fabrizio's putting too much opinion into his stuff now, you know. Every now, I don't like it when he says, "Oh, like what a player!" Like how football. how good Harlan's doing. It's like we yeah. know what, like, everyone else. Everyone I don't else care. About it. You know, t- tell like, me they... what legal paperwork has been passed between <laughs> Chelsea and some other club. <laughs> tell me which Ren Academy prospect is joining Lorient on a six-month deal. No one cares. I will Here say that Onstead is um, one thing about Onstead that, that lets him down is his delivery of the information is often quite dry. So it's, always, it's so clunky and it's like Fabrizio is like so smooth one sentence here we go a little flag I'm like, like oh, oh, I'm original Twitter character limit he never grew out yeah. of that no emojis no. He'll, 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 chuck, he'll chuck in a little <laughs> alarm one as to spice it up it's it's pure you know it's, it's all business <laughs> <laughs> it's like if it's like, like yeah. it's like if like a speaker of the house was delivering a transfer update something like that <laughs> It's good though. It's, it's such a weird thing that like Fabrizio Romano, who we'd not heard of like three years ago, I reckon he makes millions. Oh, he's a superstar. He millions and millions of euros. Have you seen his um, his, follow, his follower count? He's got like seventeen million followers. He's gigantic. And for you, I say fair play to him. Gets baited by Arsenal fans every single day. That mess. <laughs> he gets so riled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, like that, actually. Yeah. That's another thing, if I'm going to criticise him, it's like, at a certain point, you are too big to be replying to guys with names like Lack of Flair or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just to put it into perspective, he has more than double the number of followers of Marcus Rashford. 
Jesus, that is huge, especially because he has more like, than he has more than Roger Federer. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and yet he still gets rattled every time someone quotes tweets him calling him a tapping merchant. Like, yeah, grow up. And he's he's still responding to at clinical Kai and, and stuff like that. <laughs> That's one for you guys. Uh, knowing what you know now, having seen through the looking glass, would you rather have it how it is now? Or go back to a time like the early 90s where you'd only find out if your uh, team made a signing through like the newspaper that you got the next day. No speculation. You're just like, oh, we signed whoever. Oh, we signed Fernandez. Oh, brilliant. 120 million. Nice. I think you, back. you would be speculating, but I think I'd rather that because like, oh, some of these transports, some of these sagas are really dragging on. I don't want to hear another fucking word about Enzo Fernandez. I don't want to hear another fucking word about Moises Caicedo. Either do the transfer or don't fucking do it. Um, I but even back then it was the same though. It was just in a different medium. Like you, I remember. I don't know if you guys. I mentioned it on the chat, but I I used to obsessively check teletext to see about transfer news when I was like seven. Maybe maybe you don't have like. A catchy here we go sort of thing instead you have the colors green yellow and white but um it's the same it scratches the, the same itch, doesn't it oh in it yeah i think it all, it all peaked when you had um that arsenal fan saying lamar on his deathbed <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 it was it was uh, oh, no no fuck, it was it was benzema it was, well, it was benzema yeah and that guy that guy died that wasn't he a joke. Did die. that guy has never tweeted again and that was in 2015 <laughs> <laughs> would you guys agree would you guys agree that we know too much now yes. there's just too much information that I don't think we should know this much I don't. Th- I just don't think I care enough about like I don't know, Enzo Fernandez contract yeah, amortisation and here I am coming back time after time <laughs> I'm refreshing the feed as we speak right now um, nothing happened yet guys by the way um, well I mean I I'm I, me we're going to have to break it. <laughs> well, I, I personally, yeah. I, I would have been live on my entire Chelsea life without ever finding out what amortization means. Like, that is not a worst. That, that space in my brain didn't need to be occupied with that. No. Should we get stuck into it? Heverson, uh, you're eating now. We're going to be feasting in a second. Let me tell you that. <laughs> right, I, I've got some shit to say. Nice. Shit to say real quick. Okay, to, to the non- Football literate person, which I guess I don't, you know, we try and do that. I don't know why. Most people listen to this probably know about football and stuff. Um, can someone summarize? Who have you, Pat? Can you summarize in, in as few words why what Chelsea are doing right now is despised by all? And I mean, all. It, yeah, it's, it's, I think in a very simple sense, it's how unprecedented the numbers are. Um, like it, it's not there's nothing to I mean all the you know financial fraudulence which which is a little bit too boring to get into I think but um the way they're sort of playing around with with loopholes um but it is just the sheer amount of money they're spending on players isn't it it is you know maybe when you account for inflation this has happened before with the Glasgow's and everything and that that um Cristiano Ronaldo caca summer but this this has very infrequently happened in football um Chelsea would have spent what five six hundred million across two windows and Hamilton before you smugly smiled you're still shit like you could put a lineup of, of all the players Chelsea have bought and the team still doesn't look good so it's fucking nuts it's really think about funny. that 
it's really fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just very annoying, especially when your club is at the end of Todd Bowley's long swinging American <laughs> gig, um, as as Arsenal are. Yeah, well, one of the words of the window that's not going to be a thing um, is gazumped, which I yeah, I agree with you, Pat, is um, one of the worst sounding words probably ever. Um, and it, it must sound especially bad, Dixon, when it's happened to your club, not once. Not really twice, but I some I think Jorginho getting Jorginho from Chelsea is gazumping somehow. You're getting gazumped in some way. <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet. Reverse gazumping. You know, I I I don't want to spend too much time talking about Jorginho. He's he's an El Nenny replacement. So be it. <laughs> You've just uh, re-signed El Nenny to a one-year deal. Yeah, I know, oh, but he's God. he's the injured. Method, method here, boy. He's going to spend the whole fucking year injured. That's why we're, one of the player. This is going to make for fascinating listening. But Dowling, I'm not sure how you want to structure this. Like, do do you want to do some general window thoughts and then go along our clubs and like Frank signings sort of thing? Or yeah, let's do it like that. That's that's, that's what. Uh, yeah, let's not get into specifics yet. Um, but I did want to okay. talk about Chelsea writ large because what they're doing, you can separate the signings and the general. Because we'll go through those signings. I mean, yeah, the signings, don't get me wrong, they're great, but the amount of money is just nuts. Not you know, all of them. In the year, in the You're year. You're already loaning one of them we, back out. We've spent enough to, like, launch a space shuttle in six months. <laughs> loaning, loaning, loaning two out, actually, Dixon. Oh, is it two? Wait, who else? Hutchinson's getting loaned out. Um, Wait, he moved in summer, though, didn't he? He was, he was a summer one, yeah, to yeah. be fair. Well, to be fair, that it's, other um, bloke whose name no one knew, he was summer as well. And he's off. Uh, Cassidy. I don't fucking care how you say it. I'll never hear the word again. <laughs> Welcome to Vitessa. Oh my God, guys, breaking news. Chelsea have just signed Baba Raven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. And look, we see spending like this before. People used to slag City off a lot. What or, or did they? I don't really know. I mean, I know City get hit with the money thing a lot, but they usually make three, you know, in a big window, three or four, you know, 50 million. Well, not even that. It's like a smattering of exp- very expensive, but not ludicrously priced players. Yeah, Greedish, Greedish is the only crazy, crazy one they've ever had. I know um, Riyad Mahrez, no, sorry, not Riyad Mahrez, Carl Walker at the time for a, for a fullback was, was crazy money, but... On the whole, it's been it's been very just like they buy people in that range where it tends to not fail. Hang on, Hang on. VAR on the you mentioned the Carl Walker thing. Don't forget they spent like fifty million on three fullbacks in the same when in the yeah, same. Who window. were the other ones? Oh, uh, Ben Mendy, who we won't talk about. Mendy. Who was the other one? Because there was one more, wasn't there? Um, oh, I don't know off the top of my head, but Did they yeah. tried to, was it Danilo as well. Something. That window, uh, I think they got like, similar feedback from the from that I think fraudulent I think the thing with City that makes it slightly different from Chelsea is they kind of they kind of blur what they're actually giving players and clubs with like sheer wages or like shady like shares in some kind of Ooh. Qatar export. Like you know, Harland apparently yeah. costs like fucking sixty mil. And then oh, his Dick, wages Dixon, are unreal. Our, our lawyers are handing us a note. Uh, 
Oh, um, <laughs> they'd like you to read it. Mason <laughs> um, Power pod- yeah. podcast here, yeah, does, here we go. does not say anything bad about I Qatar. Know, an affiliate of Dowling Corp. City <laughs> Dowling 17, City 17 18 spent 320 million euros. That looks like small change now. Edison, Bernardo Silva, Danilo, Carl Walker, Douglas Louise, Benjamin Mendy, and Laporte. Douglas Louise. The difference between the difference between you and City there is that for the most part that is hit after hit after hit. (laughs) Ding 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 ding. It's more with City. I think why it's more palatable to people is you can see that they're Pep's players, and there's a strategy behind them and where they're going to fit in. They don't sign a player, they just not play him. Like they, uh, they wouldn't have ever because they, they never gazumped anyone. They, in fact, their their trademark was the reverse gazumping, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, we're, we're, we're going to buy this crap. <laughs> yeah, ironically, Jorginho being one of those players, but we'll uh, we'll get onto that <laughs> next week. Right. Right, so let's get into the nitty-gritty of the dealings. What we're going to do is we're going to go through um, our individual teams. Uh, we will do Timmy's in his absence. He sent us in something. He cannot be here, unfortunately. Uh, Godspeed with him. Um, and we'll go through our windows, rating the signings. And we are doing this, as I said before, um, around about 9 o'clock on deadline day. So if anything massive happens, um, Jesus Christ, what are we doing? What are we playing at? Chelsea better not sign Enzo Fernandez, or we could do a recorded version where he does. <laughs> no, no, let's, just, let's just finally speculate. <laughs> so and much it out there. <laughs> there is a, a horrible amount of silence on it, which is really unnerving at nine o'clock, two hours. Yeah, I mean, the last thing I saw in it was that people were lying that he was doing a medical. <laughs> that was a, so. That was a fucking lie. <laughs> Which you sounds suspiciously love... like it's off, but I won't talk too soon. There is I mean, Augustine was the last bullshit. one to say it was on, but I mean, that was like, what, two hours ago? So who knows? Yeah, but then Fabrizio, Fabrizio um, then immediately said, indirectly, Augustine, it was like, some people have said it's on, but it's actually not as on as you think. Fabrizio has been silent on it all day. He's been rubbish. <laughs> At Turkish Airlines, pack your bags. That's good. Like, I'd rather he was every time they spoke was something meaningful rather than Chelsea still pushing for Enzo Fernandez. Like we fucking know they're doing that. Like, we don't need to be told that. Farming. Yeah. Like, you know, we don't want that. But anyway, can I, can I just ask quickly: Have any of you seen Fabrizio do a Turkish Airlines tweet for an inter-country transfer? Like, has he been doing it when like? I don't know when Anthony Gordon moved to Newcastle. I think he, he has, but he's probably going to drive. <laughs> oh, Gordon would get a flight, wouldn't he? <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Did you see that picture of him where everyone was like, "Oh, yeah, you, you think he's staying at Everton, but here he is filling up his car in Newcastle, <laughs> and then his number plate's like AG10 boy." <laughs> yeah, so it's similar. Jesus Christ. All right, should we start with United? Because Temmie's not here. Um, yeah, quick smash through it. And they haven't really done anything either. Um, the boringest one, yeah. He's given it an 8 out of 10. 
Uh, generous, Marcel, very generous in my opinion. Oh, and they because they got they got Sabitza and they also got Veghorst as both well. Both on loan. Both on loan. It seems like United are broke as fuck. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm looking at them like get your money up. up. Well, I think they spent a lot of money in the summer, didn't they? They spent ninety million on a one-footed winger. So you know, who's not fast or good? Very bad. Very very <laughs> bad player. Um, but yeah. Casemiro is good, so they got him. Yeah. Um, that Lissandro be is good. Slowly... Lissandro yeah. is also good. More though. But yeah. Looking looking through that, Sabitzer kind of came out of nowhere today. Was it, it started yeah. today, right? Literally well, I think, last I think it's because deal. Ericsson's got injured, yeah. Mm. yeah I reckon that'll be an absolutely mm. diabolically bad transfer, by the way. <laughs> I've really? seen nothing about Sabitzer since he scored that one goal. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not played in about he's not played in about two years. Um, no, been, he plays on and off and by, and he plays probably half the number of games. He starts half. Yeah, probably he's played eighteen games apparently this season. No, he's he's made about twenty something starts since he joined. I saw it. That's yeah, what I mean. That's, if, bad. that's probably. That's half, 18, months, 18 months ago. That's a long time. Half a third of the league games, yeah. He did score a goal. I saw a highlight of him the other day. It wasn't his famous goal. There's another one for Leipzig where if you ever played FIFA with all the shooting sliders up and the ball leaves the player's foot and just like zooms into the back of the net with no back. I'm sure rest. he'll be fine. Let's be honest. He's be better bad, than... I'm say. He's better than Fred. And, I'm sure he's better than McTominay. So... I can't think of how many times uh, it's like a... Because he's going to be coming in to play play centre midfield. Like, he'll be a starting player, I assume. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll be better than McTominay. I... I'm pretty sure of that one. He, well, that's not, not, not a high benchmark. But I think... Exactly. Um, and that's all they need, really. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, it's just a lot of factors which make me think he's going to be crap. German League, he's quite old and he's never got a... I mean, he's, he's not done anything, really. Um I don't think he's got. Uh, when whenever you get a midfielder and like every single highlight of them is is just like long shots. It's like what do they do other than that? His passing range is right. Here's one for the Arsenal guys. Would you take him or Jorginho? Jorginho. Well, oh, it's just it's bullshit. That's absolute <laughs> bullshit. That he's the third best player true. in the world, Ed. That's his. I don't know where the argument is here. Nixon, have you seen? Have you seen that he's not J five anymore? He's J two O. That's class. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? That's good. Oh, I really uh, like that. I'm sorry, you would never in your life say that. Amazon, we're <laughs> talking about no. Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> Wait your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah, Havekost and um, uh, that guy. It's a bit so. Timmy's giving an eight out of ten. I don't think it's an eight out of ten. I think it's six out of ten. Six out of ten. Six and a half. Six and a half. Because I think they were efficient with getting Sabitzer done. I don't think either. I don't think either of them are anything special. No. They're just filling gaps where they don't they're have a load. Because they're talking about Veghorst pressing. It's over. Well, they're well. Veghorst is clearly like a stopgap until they attempt to sign Harry Kane in the summer. I hate to say yeah. it, Alan. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, no, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I genuinely prefer Kane being at Spurs than I do him at United. I think Spurs would definitely be a threat. <laughs> Spurs would yeah. be some meandering crap. Anyway, let's go to Spurs because ours is probably the second least interesting. Um, 
we signed Danjuma. We stole Danjuma under Everton's nose. That's funny. Very funny uh, robbery just, there. Just don't need him. Let me tell you that. Do not need him in any capacity. But it's nice to know we <laughs> have potentially condemned the historic club to relegation for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> They've never done anything wrong to us. <laughs> but he looks all right. Yes. Um, I kind of like his style. He's, he's a tall, techie, quick. Like it. Like him. He'll probably do nothing, but whatever, it's a loan. Yeah, okay, really that, that one embarrassing miss he had this season, though. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's a really good clip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got a stupid celebration as well. I don't like that. Um, I, don't, I don't like him sneaking Everton as well. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the game is the game. Don't be bad then, I guess, you know. <laughs> um, so he comes in. Um, and if it was just him, I'd be calling that a three out of ten window, two out of ten potentially. Not because he's a bad player, but the only we don't need that's like the one position we don't need fucking players. We need fullbacks, we need centre backs, we need midfielders, we need a goalie, we need a fucking goalie. (laughs) But no, we managed to get over the line. It's not actually been here we go confirmed it. It's been here we go, but I've not seen him in the shirt yet. But after a uh, crisis where um, it looked like we weren't going to sign him, then we weren't going to sign him, then. Uh, we absolutely weren't going to sign him, and now we are going to sign him again. Um, looks like we signed a right back in Pedro Porro. Thank Christ for that. <laughs> uh, Doherty, Jesus Christ, Emerson Royale. I've said enough. I've said enough about these people. Um, we finally got a replacement in who actually looks really good, if that's anything to go by. Um, and I think you'd all agree, an immediate upgrade to the fucking tramps we've got a right back. So <laughs> can only be happy with that. I mean, it's um, it's bizarre that you've been playing this system for so long with shit fullbacks, frankly. Yeah, it's a bit bizarre. No so that's one word of, of, of putting it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Guys. What's that? What? No. No. Does it happen? The secret scout. Yeah, or whatever. The secret scout. It's not. He's not very, he's again, re- very Hannafin, reliable. You've said, you've said about 15 of these people are reliable and they've all proven you wrong. <laughs> Every time. He's no, only got a tick because he's paying for it. Oh, <laughs> that's oh. you. And also, Hamilton, he, he gets please. He gets, he gets youth players and sometimes lineups. Right, he's not a transfer guru. That's that's the first time I've actually bought into it. You know, I've not fully. I've not been convinced the whole time because I thought oh, we had it wrapped up my window. Sorry, about Spurs here. Sorry. And my discussion release clause, you probably just pay in like two little installments <laughs> of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, in, in summary, like, it isn't actually that interesting the Spurs window. I wish if we'd signed a centre back, a decent centre back, um, I'd be rating it a seven or an eight. Um, I'm probably going to go for a 6.5 purely because we have upgraded desperately in a position we really need. Yeah. We do need a centre We need a centre back. I saw dialogue um, about how I'm. Um, I, I don't know anything about Poro really. I've, I don't think I've ever seen him play aside from a couple of Champions League games. But um, he is like a bona. He, mode. Oh, is he? Well, he's he's a bona fide wing back, isn't he? Like he yeah. he is a wing back. Only, I've seen people only say, vibes. Yeah, I've seen people say what happens when Conte inevitably leaves um, in the summer. What happens? Yeah. Or at the back. That's a good question. So people. People, a lot of the sort of, you know, you get what everyone's club has got, those people that are so knowledgeable at the players we're bringing in and everything. And they've basically said that the the good thing about Poro, at least, is um, 
Sporting play a four at the moment. Um, so he's equally adept at playing a four or a five. He's much better going forward than he is defending. Um, but given that we're likely going to commit to a five, regardless, I don't think it was basically, I don't think it was as big of an issue as it currently no, is. So look, we, we, have Conte, we have Conte now, and we have some of the worst, right? We have probably the worst wingbacks in the league in a system which requires the wingbacks to be one of the best players in the team. Just, just to, it can't really get much worse. Um, yeah, he's, so yeah, he's, 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 I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, just move on. I wish we'd signed way more players. I wish we hadn't longed it out to the very end of the fucking window. <laughs> we just did you, paid did you, the um, fucking money. What was outgoings like? Outgoings wise, it looks like Lucas Moura is going to leave on a free. I, I respect him, but he's, he's absolutely finished. Um, and then fascist Jed as well. Spence, yeah, fascist tax. We'll get onto that as well, Hamilton. Don't you worry about that. Um, speaking of fascist <laughs> wingers, um, yeah, and then both uh, Spence and Doherty have gone out on loan, uh, neither with options to buy. Uh, Spence, so good loans of Stephen Eric, good team, Doherty going to Atletico Madrid. What, how has he done that? Um, but yeah, like an okay window. If you'd given me this window before, I would have taken it. Um, but it's still like kind of shows the problems that we're working with at the moment. But yeah, look, 6.5 out of 10, pretty mid. Let's end with Chelsea. I think Chelsea's going to be the biggest discussion because, you know, yeah, he's it's, quite literally it's... signed the most players of anyone. More than any. Asna. Yeah. So just, just before we go into details, you've signed mm-hmm. Jorginho, Crossard, and is and that some it? guy. No, 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 you signed. <laughs> We signed like Jakub Kivior. Let's start with Kivior then. Um, how are we feeling about that? Can only go off what people who know more than me have said. And um, apparently, the sort of clubs who wanted him were like um, a lot of a lot of the better Italian clubs wanted him. Dortmund wanted him apparently, which is a big a big tick in my opinion. Um, he looks I don't know. He looks very slow, but he looks very very yeah. assured as well. Um, left foot, awesome. yeah, need to get that fixed up pronto. One of those things that doesn't deep, really seem um, to have a downside, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's small yeah. feet, he'll be on small wages, he's young, not of upside. Well, and we, he's a, in a position we don't really have, so. yeah, we don't have a good backup to Gabriel. He's played like the last 56 games without, yeah. <laughs> without missing one, <laughs> yeah. Thank god he's good, um, yeah, so no, that, that'll be Fair fine, enough. um. I can't, I can't give it any more than a seven out of ten because I don't know anything about him really. So, mm. yep. yeah, I don't really know anything about him either. To be fair, I mean, Spezia, yeah, Spezia really suck, but that doesn't say much, you know. Ampadu plays there, and I rate him, so there's yeah. nothing more to say yeah. than that. He seems yeah. like he could be good. Let's get if on sucks, to the sell him for the same topic of Trossard. We'll good end with the, with the main, good good the main signing. meal. Yeah, yeah, I'll try. Yeah, I mean, I remember. It all seems a bit silly now after the the Mudrick, after the sorry the um debacle, um, but yeah, look, I'll give I'll give my take and then Hamilton give yours and then get, we'll get the the Arsenal well, take our, on it. Our windows are so entwined; it's disgusting. Like we're <laughs> yeah, talking about the same ideal. the same window here. <laughs> I like the fact that, and I know he, he's not really in this conversation because it was no gazumping. We only gazumped Everton. But in my in my brain, Dan Juma has entered into the ring of of wingers to add a bit of depth in January on loan or fully transferred. 
Um, so, and that he's telling with a stored. Let's, let's just let's get this cut off the case <laughs> real quick. So, uh, power rankings, he's right up there. Right, right up there. Right up um, there. In a, who in who did he score against? Sorry. Can I just check? Um, the oldest club. The, actually, no, the first club to win. Did he score against league. Preston? First club to win the league uh, in England. Uh, the first club to ever win the FA Cup in England uh, and go undefeated in the same year. So, yeah, the little, the little, the little challenge of Preston North End. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll rest my case. <laughs> Small matter of Preston North End. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I think Trust has a good signing. To be honest, I can't really moan about it too much. Well, no, really good, really it, good but... player. He's also he's already like, you know, when you just you watch a player you've signed, you've got kind of question marks about, and then straight away you're just like, oh, they're good, they're good. It's yeah. Fine. If uh, the the only re- the only issue with him is obviously a he was not first choice by any means. Yeah, that's fair enough. We'll get onto that. Um, <laughs> and B, obviously, is he gonna be? First choice in any big games over Martinelli, probably not. But if Martinelli gets injured, ma- he's matter, if Martinelli gets injured, he's good to have. So that's that's he's... also the slight. I never had a problem with signing Madrid. Like for the record, I did want us to sign him, but like there was also the question mark of like what happens with Martinelli. What what is the situation there? Because I, I wouldn't have wanted to drop Martinelli for any games if he's available to play. Really, um, yeah. So I think Trossard kind of almost makes a bit more sense for our squad, especially the age profiles. Cause like if you have then you're kind of really... young wingers. Yeah. Like... Don't get me wrong. I think Martinelli is great, but you're kind of limiting yourself there. Cause there's no reason that Madrid can't be better or Martinelli's progress doesn't stall or whatever, you know, you're kind of putting all your eggs in one basket. Whereas having both. Well, well, yeah, when you, yeah. but how many times I know because we, we talked a lot in summer about teams, we, especially with signings like Richarlison and and everything about teams needing more than one elite player per position. Um, but how to what extent has that actually been the case and been successful? Like City have kind of done it and kept everyone happy, except they don't really keep everyone happy and they end up leaving. Madrid do it, but they're Madrid. Madrid, yeah, Madrid do it. But they've got that clout, which which yeah, sort of lets them do anything. I, I just don't see. Modric would have come in, one of him and Martinelli or Saka, probably not Saka, would have been one of him or Martinelli would have been unhappy. Like, no, I, I, good point. And I think Trossard, he, he, again, I don't want too much experience, but he's he's on the older side. He's, um, you know, played at World Cups and stuff. Uh, and I think he's going to be, like, he obviously kicked up a bit of a stink at Brighton for game time. But this, again, this is the Arsenal. You know, he's never, yeah. never stepped to these heights attitude. before. He's going to be happy to just be there. Yeah, you can't moan about attitude. It's just whether, like, he's obviously not not Arsenal quality, but it's whether he will actually compete with Martinelli. Because I think mm. there's there's levels. From what we and, saw against C, he he played very well. He looked like he'd been in our system for quite a while. Like, Dixon, you know who he reminds me of. This is going to seem like a crazy shout because <laughs> they play two different positions, but. He reminds me a bit of Cazorla. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's, he's like he's got that um, huh? like he's he's not very fast, but he's got really good close hard, control. Hard to get off the ball because he's got good close the, control. The main, the main reason that um, they remind me of each other is is that um, I noticed it mostly against City, but he can go either way just as well. Like he um, 
most of his shots against City, he he sort of went on the outside and took it with his weaker foot. Um, and they were really good, and that was such a Cazorla. Cazorla well, he scored trick. a weak. He he scored a weak foot hat trick against Liverpool, didn't he? Oh yeah. So yeah, I, I, he's he's a five star weak foot player, and and that's nice because Martinelli does. He does kind. I mean, actually, to be fair, now Martinelli scored a few weak foot goals as well, but nice profile to have. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's get on to the the really interesting one. And before, hang on, are we, we rating Arsenal? It? We haven't. Well, no, we we still got another. Oh, sorry. Another, yeah, you mean a really interesting player. guy? Yeah, the best, third best footballer on the planet. And I was saying before that I, I don't know if do this because I think that it, it would be there'd be so much of it, but combined between you, Dixon, and you, Pet. Your slander of this guy you've brought in, who you're somehow convincing yourselves is good, and he's, he's absolutely not good. Absolutely not. There's no way you can justify uh, it. May I just hop back to your your quote tweets as soon as the rumors came out last night? The very first one is, "I genuinely want to cry." Ah, uh, you've done your research. Nah, that was an unrelated <laughs> issue. That was an, I, I just, I just, I needed to um to vent about something else, and it just happened to coincide with that. Oh, utterly immobile, bad defender, <laughs> terrible engine, can't play as a lone six, can't play as a lone eight, very limited passing ability, doesn't contribute to goals and, assi- goals and assists. I would honestly prefer no one at all. <laughs> yeah. Hamilton, you know how you they say every... You're, 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 you're a medical man. You know how they say every seven years or so, you've got an entirely new set of... Like, a set of cells to... <laughs> that actually happened overnight. That that was the cut-off point. <laughs> And this is the new a new pet you're talking to, and I've studied, I've studied the blade, and I've stu- <laughs> I've studied Jorginho. I've come to the conclusion that it's a good signing. Um, let, 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 let Dixon. Okay, okay. The episode we did, we did the episode immediately after the 2021 Ballon d'Or, and I, I was I'm not going to say them here because I'll undermine everything I'm saying, but. I actually specifically remember some of the stuff that I said about him. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> uh, oh, put it this way put I've called him a bum many many times mm. but you know you don't come third in the Ballon d'Or for nothing no you you've got to do something to, to get that prestigious award first of January right first of January you are told at the end of this window you sign Jorginho you are not happy with that you are not I happy with have, that correct no because if you told if you told me that first of January I wouldn't have seen the end of January because I'd be at the bottom of the River Thames right now <laughs> <laughs> which sums it up so, so, all right. if, if you are being serious explain to me why this is a good signing I've been nothing but serious on this whole podcast I don't do <laughs> if buts or maybes no um, I think okay so he's obviously the literal polar opposite of Kaiseido um, but I think I think Brighton weren't going to sell for any amount of money there so like we had to do we had to do something which is a bad start of points in Jorginho's favour that he had. He <laughs> needed something, <laughs> but no, he's. Um, I'm going to say we're, obviously we've signed a lot of Chelsea rejects in the past, but he is coming into a very different context where like this isn't an Arsenal where you're just collecting a paycheck. Like we we are competing for the title, um, which he hasn't won before at Chelsea, um, so like. He's going to have some motivation. I don't think, especially because it's only 18 months, like he's clearly aware that he's coming in primarily for this season. He knows that he's back up. He knows what his role in the squad is. And I think, I hope we don't have to play him too much in the league, um, which again, doesn't sound good. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I think he would do fine if we tweak certain things to kind of accommodate him a little bit in. And I think it yeah, would that's, be that's ultimately what you've got to do. It's what Tuchel had to do. We had to play a whole different formation, play a back three purely to accommodate this one guy. <laughs> Boy, this guy yeah. sounds good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I think, I think this, the thing is because because um last season for us, and Hammerson, correct me if I'm wrong, but I assume Jorginho is coming in primarily as a party backup, a number yeah. six. Oh yeah, he'll be he'll be a six. God knows, you don't want him further up the pitch. Jesus no. Christ! So, so Jacka, <laughs> I think with like because we, we've lo- we've officially loaned Laconga out, so I I don't know who our Jacka backup is now. But Jacka has almost never been injured. Do you remember he like against in the North London derby last year? He got an injury which was meant to rule him out for like five months, and he came back like two weeks later. The man is made of steel. Um, but yeah, so Jorginho is coming in to fill Party's role. Last season, that would have been an absolute disaster because Party was playing on a complete island. Like, But since we've inverted our fullbacks and we have Zinchenko and White very close to him, there's actually not too much space for the six to cover. Yeah, um, like if all Party's role is, is uh, sorry, Jorginho's role is, is passing five to ten yards, then he'll do it perfectly yeah. fine. I need but, some of those passes to be forward. Does he do that? Not very much. There's a reason okay, well, why Chelsea are the least. To. There's a reason why we haven't completed for the league in five years, and Chelsea are the least progressive team in the country. He's that quite reason a big, is Mason Mount. He's quite <laughs> a big reason for that. There's a reason why all they always pass it around the box and don't actually. Yeah. But he'll have a proper coach who can actually tell him. I mean, I'm sure no one at Chelsea even tried to tell him to pass it forward. He probably didn't know that was allowed. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Arteta will... Uh, and also, Arteta it is a small thing, but Arteta has actually genuinely wanted him for ages, really annoyingly. He's the one who wanted him at City, and also he tried to sign him before for us as well, um, which Chelsea thankfully said no to. Um, <laughs> but you've just got him when he's older instead and even and more also, mobile again, we've got, got him when his seven years are up and it's a brand new Jorginho <laughs> yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is Jorginho regenerated yeah he, he's got a brain this time Hammerson <laughs> yeah yeah um, but he and Hammerson again I know stats can't tell too much of a story so I'm more asking you here like I know he's really bad in transition and he's obviously not physically gifted at all, but in terms of actually... That's one way of putting like, it. In terms of tackling, is he okay? Like, can he tackle the ball? Taking a long time to answer here. He's not not really. I don't know how he gets the stats that he does. He Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he does a few good little... He, he does a few nice little tackles, but it's mainly because his positioning, because he's always in a defensive position, because he can't get up the pitch because he's so fucking slow. So he, yeah. he does make tackles, but like not obviously. I'm so used to Kante, like no, no. no. <laughs> That's the thing, like I'm, I'm trying to imagine. He's just kind of there. He's just a man rather than a. Like a yeah. regular, rather than like a, a defensive I'm trying to imagine the situations in which he could really, really be a problem for us. And I think he does. He does sneak the ball away, and he does make a few turnovers. But he's yeah. like he's not 
you don't watch him and think like you do with the Kanter or Kasai. Kasai, you don't think, wow, this guy's yeah, everywhere. this guy's a ball winning machine. Yeah, um, because yeah. we've got two of the best centre backs. So firstly, we'll have um, on <laughs> when we're defending counters, we obviously set up in a two three five. So we will always have Zinchenko and White close by. So he's not going to be again completely isolated. And then we've probably got the two best centre backs in the league for defending transitions. Gabriel and Saliba are both fast, strong. Um, and well positioned so I, I think we will be fine I don't think he'll completely it's just you know the, the thing that the thing that party has party is really good at receiving the ball from the center backs quickly turning and spraying it forward like he'll beat a man or two and then and Jorginho is not Jorginho can't do that can he he'll pass it back no. to the center back no <laughs> he he will no he'll just turn around and slowly walk for about 40 seconds oh, while the defensive wait. team fully get back into position. Ah, the old, the old wait and see. You will <laughs> not be able to counter with Jordino. I, in I think you generally call it La Pausa. La Pausa. <laughs> generally, though, with Arsenal just sort of bringing this bit to a close, ultimately, because of where you are in the league and where the season's going, you are kind of negative proof to an extent with your window like everything seems not as bad as it could be because if you were you know not even if you were like fourth right and these are the players you signed i think you'd be so desperately unhappy with your yeah. union i think you'd be so annoyed if you went miles away in first you'd be furious <laughs> this guy let's be let's be let's be really really honest i i agree but it's almost it's almost again like on the on the flip side the fact we are so far ahead and have a golden opportunity to win like makes it so obsessing. <laughs> um, but I think I think the, the best thing. way think... of looking at it is ultimately the current guys we've got are at the top of the league, and we've signed three backup players in positions that we don't have backup for. Maybe yeah. they're not the best players in their position, but cover. Well, he's he's the third well, best in the world. Yeah, he's third best You're... in the world. <laughs> You know, I think it's like stronger than it was three weeks ago. Yeah, that's the way to put it. But there's different yeah, ways to make them because there's also the con and to transition for when Dowling allows it. Um, <laughs> when viewed in the context of Chelsea's window, it gets a lot more upsetting. Yeah, just compared to what it could have been. Yeah, but I'll, I'll actually give our window a six point five out of ten. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm on that. Six or seven. I'm on a. I'm on a six. If you six hadn't and signed Jorginho, what would it be? I genuinely think it would be exactly the same because yeah, we I wouldn't have Jorginho, exactly but we wouldn't have any backup for us. I think it, I think it would be half a point, half a point less. But D- Dixon, I'm sure you noticed this. Um, they only announced that El Nene was injured because he's going to miss the rest of the season. Um, they only announced his injury after Jorginho had already been. Uh, announced pretty much like everyone knew because if they'd done it if they'd said El Nenny's out for the season our fans would have been like oh my god get Caicedo now no matter what it takes and here's Jorginho (laughs) 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 so right yeah I think it's time Amazon oh boy right read out Um, a list of who you signed in January so we have signed and so this is transfer, mark, transfer marked values. Mikhailo Mudrik, 70 million euros. Benoit Badiashile, 38 million euros. Noni Madueke, 35 million euros. 
Malo Gusto, 30 million euros. Andre Santos, 12 and a half million euros. Fuck is that? David, David Fofana, 12 million euros. Jao Felix on loan, 11 million euros. Oh, yeah. Felix. And this is not counting. Bang, bang, bang. This is not counting Enzo, which I think on balance of probability will happen as well. Cutting it fine, we are, though. Jesus Christ. Spurs haven't announced Porro yet. I'm getting a bit scared. I'm not cool. He's a poisoned lasagna and he, he's failed his medical. <laughs> <laughs> right, Harrison, what are your feelings at this end stage of the window? How do you feel about all this money being thrown around? I mean, I think I said to you the other day whether we get Enzo or not, it's a nine. Out of ten, the only thing that could have and it, it couldn't be a ten because we haven't signed a midfielder. I agree with that. I think losing Jorginho and not signing a midfielder is quite nuts, to be honest. Really, um, when we needed a six on top of Jorginho, so losing our only six to then not sign anyone is sign another mad. winger. Sign Pardon? yeah, sign, sign another, another winger. winger. Oh, there's, we've that. only got the seven. Why not make it eight? Yeah, just sign another winger. <laughs> I'm sure that'll work yeah. out. It'll work out. So you feel good about it. Yeah. You 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 like the fact that you're spending. That you're just you're saying I'm fuck spending it. Spending bazillions. I can't really complain of that. Like we've spent enough to buy like whole clubs. Like I think the amount we've spent could buy Everton. Like <laughs> well, you spend more than the other big, the other four <laughs> of the big five leagues combined. Yeah, we spent more than <laughs> whole divisions. Like. <laughs> Evil. evil, an evil, evil uh, organization is Chelsea. But as as I was mentioning before, I think it's a good thing um, for football that Chelsea are doing this because as that I said, is a hot why? <laughs> because I don't think even Hammerson thinks that. No, you no, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah, you're about to hear my reasoning. This is what Chelsea are, and this is what they've always been, and this is just them times ten. This is them at their most exaggerated form. This is what I've always thought Chelsea are. Ed, bear in mind, we've just spent all of that money. money. We've just spent all of that money that I've just mentioned, and we're probably still going to now break the British transfer record in the next, within an hour of deadline day. I think it's great. (laughs) I think it's great. If any other team did it, it would be bad. But this is what Chelsea do. This is what they are. Hang on, hang on. Let me just understand this. You think it's great not because of any affinity for Chelsea, you think it's great because you hate them for this and they've gotten away with I it for too long. so much. And this is like... I don't, <laughs> this is them. They they're do. still getting away with it. However, I do... I, I Just thinking of this side point... And we're going to keep getting away point. with it. No. You're absolutely dead wrong with that. <laughs> you take it to such extreme levels. It's like Scarface <laughs> at the end where you're just coming out of a machine gun and you're just getting shot a million times. <laughs> you take it way too far. That's to the point where the Al Pacino film Scarface there. <laughs> Scarface does a lot of cocaine. But it's got to the point where every single organization that has an overview of these things is looking at Chelsea and being like, this cannot happen again. So all these well, rules, they're changing five the rules year contract summer. rule, they're changing the, all these fucking rules. So it will actually in the long term be a good thing. Chelsea and I don't actually think this helps Chelsea that much by signing all these fucking players in one go. It never works like well like this. No, I, it has it has never worked. But like, like it's like it's 
it is like a um, top half version of what Fulham did that's one season and what Forrest had done this season. Like, <laughs> you can't sign a whole team at once. It doesn't, it never works. He won't win the Champions League. He well, probably won't I win agree. anything. I agree in the short term. Don't get me wrong. And we obviously saw that from summer. You know, most of the signings were crap. <laughs> the direction is the out direction of the order is... with the new and out with the new <laughs> do exactly the same again um, the direction is clearly different you know I don't think any of those guys I mentioned are over 23 are they uh, I don't like care. it's clearly planning for the shit. future and also we addressed potentially have addressed all of the four main concerns in the squad midfield right back winger and signed him yet well, you don't sign him. We've right, assessed defense, if we don't sign him, field, like say, attack. We've, we've botched it. <laughs> you've got shit. You haven't signed a new fucking keeper. That's what you've not done. That's that's the big one for summer, yeah. But we've got to shift one of those two bums. I really first. don't think it is good. Well, that, if you sign like was... another centre back, like three less wingers and like two more midfielders and a goalie, you you signed loads of big shiny players. You've not actually yeah. signed. Oh, Bonnie loves a shiny new. No, no, this, this is what I mean, though, because like it, it, you feel when you think about the window, you think, "Oh my God, Chelsea have done that unbelievable. They're going to be so good now." But then you look at, and Chelsea fans help us with this because they, they deliberately make the worst predicted 11s of all time. But you think about <laughs> what, is the best, what is the best organization of all the new signings and all the players you have, and I still don't think it's that amazing. <laughs> I'm really Wait, Hammer, Hammerson put. Hamerson, put together your eleven. Let's yeah. let's say you get Enzo. What is your eleven? Mendy. The second half of the season. Oh, okay. Uh, James uh, for far. James for Farner or Silver. Baddy Shile Chilwell. Should we say players that aren't injured for the rest of the season? <laughs> I mean, Fafana's back in training, so is James. So I'm they sure should both be back within the next. No, as um, has just broken by a very, very trusted source, uh, Enzo Fernandez has signed for Chelsea, 120 million pounds, and he's happy about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get we'll, we'll get the here we go during during this recording probably won't we? Yeah, but let's just go well, on like yeah, that. It's been to... done. Well yeah, done, yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's go. Just to put well that in perspective, 120 million euros, the fifth most expensive signing of all time, joint with Antoine Griezmann, most expensive of all time in the Premier League, above Jack Grealish by three million euros. I actually think he's gonna flop. I really That's think he's gonna flop. So much money. The tr- for the some guy who had a good World Cup. Yeah, the track record effectively. of big, big Chelsea signings and just uh, top 10 signings in general, horrific. The omens are very poor. It's, yeah. uh, it's a whole lot of money. Uh, but yeah, right, well, well, where, where were you in the last I'll just start again. We probably run it back, run it back, run it back. Yeah, run it back, run it back. So we started starting from the top. We had Mendy and Goal, James, Fafana or Silva, Baddy Shile, cheer well, but cooker for now. Midfield, Enzo, for now it will be Zachariah, but obviously will be Kante. Hey, obviously, um, but when then it will be, be a little bit. So, this is, we're talking 4 2 3 1 probably. Um, Sterling, Felix, Mudrick, have us up top. 
That's not Sterling. that good. <laughs> Sterling, Felix, Mudrick. Hmm. Oh. Felix and Havertz in the same team is... Well, let's compare can, it to Arsenal. How can two that, twins be this hideous? Right, that front four. <laughs> compare that to Arsenal's front four right now. Because look, that's what you're going against. That will get you the league, which is what Chelsea wants. Sterling's not better than Martinelli. Um, Odegaard, who who would be the Odegaard in this position? Run me back again. I've already forgotten who these guys are. Uh, you're, put, you're pinging him against Felix. And I'm taking Odegaard. Odegaard. So, much, so much better. Saka versus Madrid. I don't even need to say anything. And Ketia and who's who's the forward? I just can't remember any Havertz. of these guys. Oh, and Ketia's uh, better than Havertz. Assembled for like, I don't know, 30 million combined. 30 million buys you like half of Raheem Sterling and he's crap. He's fucking crap. I will say though that all of those players, they are upgrades on what Chelsea have. Yeah. Felix, Mudrick, Madueke, Sterling but, is a hell of a lot better than our front four was six months ago. Werner, Ziyech, Pulisic. But at what cost, Hamilton? <laughs> oh, a lot of money. I don't think that's that good. I don't think that's a whole like... lot of money. I think no, it... I know. I think Mudrick is going to be very good. I think he's very good. Um. Felix, I fucking think so. <laughs> Felix, I'm not pounds. entirely convinced on in your system, but we'll see. I'm sure he'll you be. You paid a lot of money for a six-month loan. Just think, getting a load of these players, right, and playing them all in the same, but like, there's only so many goal-scoring positions that players can adopt, right? Either way, if Ed, you... Ed, Ed, we're we're talking about the transfer window and looking at them like. Dixon just said on an individual basis they should all be improvements on what we've got I mean Badia Shile looks great Felix is going to be good it's just he needs to get over this fucking red card suspension Mudrick looks great really funny by the way um, really funny Enzo is unbelievable so I cannot wait to see him but obviously just can't tell you what it'll be like in the Premier League um who else could I even say? Madueke? I have no idea. The guy could be not. The guy could be nothing. <laughs> that is what's, that is what's disgraceful for me. It, it's signing players like him, which is just, it's just, you're just stockpiling. You're not, that's not a, a plan. That's just, this is a talented young player. We can just add to our ranks. Like, he doesn't get into your first team. It's just a waste. And he's he, so think... injury prone. If it's he's, as, if he's as good as, if he's as good as he's supposed to be, he can push starting for a spot. It's just Sorry, a where do we, where, waste. Where do we get the Arsenal? is as good as he's supposed to be. There's no reason you can't push Sterling for that right wing spot. And if anything, he probably will because of the difference he offers in being left footed and a better ball carrier. Is he left footed? I didn't know that. Mm. Well, we're not, but like even Sterling, like replacing Sterling, you signed Sterling last year. Like this is not a good thing. <laughs> no, and he's on, he's on about good. Three, he's on a three hundred k a week. Koulibaly's on three hundred k a week. Their contracts don't end for like four years. It's it's a real noose around your neck. Like yeah, last window kind of not ideal. But I think they're already they've already acknowledged those mistakes and. Oh, that's cool. kind of why they've changed the plan this window. So it's good to see they've learned quickly. Like. Like, what is the plan? The plan almost just appears to be starve other teams of signings <laughs> yeah, but in, in the least bitter say... way possible. 
that you is can't say what, the clearest you can't plan say what, there is. You can't you can't say that. You can't say what is the plan and then look at what our four biggest needs were this window and see that they've clearly all been addressed and targeted with quality young bright future stars i think there is a real problem here though that hasn't actually been talked about that much and that's the influence or lack thereof from potter like <laughs> i don't think Fuck that we, guy. Have, we have no, abs- we have absolutely no idea if he has a lot or no influence it looks more like he has none but who yeah, knows and, and we who don't knows? know what system he really wants to play or what his plan is do these players fit that system we don't but know. I, is, I don't think one. he's that kind of manager. I don't think he has much of a system. He changes his formation and his team so often. What that talking That's about guys Hammers, aren't um, good. Right <laughs> I... before Potter, who was the manager? It was um, Chris Hewitt. Chris Hewton, wasn't it? The most boring Brexit football you could possibly imagine. And now look how they play. A lot of it's down to the Zerbi, but he does have a system. That you yeah, just but he changes formation and rotates players. players. He does. players weekly. I do kind yeah. of agree with Hamilton. He he does he does like he's quite a reactive manager. Like he'll I've already seen for... him I've already seen him play four three three, four two one, three five two, three four three and about formation. Let's talk about styles though. Yeah, but also um this the chopping and changing is another thing which it won't carry over well from Brighton. Like a team of Chelsea's uh, stature needs to be the protagonist. Like you need to decide how things go. Yeah, team um, should react to you. It's fine at Brighton, but Fabrizio has said that it's not done yet. Oh my guy. There we go. Fabrizio is so sitting on the fence. It would be completed in Portugal if the two clubs will be able to reach a full agreement. That's just the most sitting on the fence. (laughs) That means nothing has happened yet. The guy is just just sitting on the fence purely and simply. Yeah. If fucking but no, Nico Ch- Shearer can tweet that it is done and it doesn't yeah. get done. I will die. But Hammerson, Hammerson, yeah. So compare it with the Arsenal project, which I think is much more of an actual project because so we were signing. You haven't spent a gazillion dollars. We haven't spent a gazillion dollars, but also we were signing profiles for a system, and that's why it's worked so well. Um, like, and that's why I'm I'm less upset about Jorginho the more I think about it because I just trust Arteta to to know what he's doing with him. Um, Whereas with your signings, it's like now Potter is going to fit into the whole Chelsea history where now Potter is going to be told by Bowley, no, I've signed all these guys. You've got to make them work. He doesn't know how to use them necessarily. He's, people are going to get unhappy. Player power takes over. Potter gets sacked. Cycle begins anew. New manager doesn't like certain players. You have to get a whole new bunch in. That is entirely plausible. Repeat. But at the same time, if you end up with a squad of world-class right-back, world-class centre-backs, world-class left-back, world-class centre-mids, those players should fit into any system. Just look at Real Madrid. They went from Zidane to Ancelotti seamlessly because they had world-class players in every single position. If you have a truly world-class squad, they will transition transition to (laughs) Spain. No, you are right though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if, 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 you have, if you have mediocre players like Chelsea have in the past, then you're absolutely right. Going from one manager to another, going from like a going from like a sorry to going from like a sorry to a Lampard or a Conte to a sorry when the styles are very different. You're absolutely right. 
But if you just get straight and you're using players like Victor Moses and God, I can't even remember what other Dross Contreras using. But if Lapa if Costa. you're just if you're just getting apparently players like Enzo and Thiago Silva and Reese James, they will fit in any manager's team. Simple as. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, have a said, I need, I'm gonna need a rating for you for this fucking window. I mean, if Brian. if if a big fucking if, because there's ninety, literally ninety minutes, not even ninety minutes, eighty five minutes for it to get done. If it gets done, then it's it's a ten out of ten. Yeah, I'd agree. If, it, if, it, if, it, yeah. if it if it doesn't, then I'd go I'd go eight. It would have been a nine, but selling Jorginho and not getting on the field and makes it an eight. <laughs> Okay. What Fabrizio's uh, end of Fabrizio's last tweet is tickly fight on. <laughs> <laughs> he's been he's tweeted fight, fight this on. This is why Ornstein quotation marks. What the fuck does that mean? Hammond, given your given your world record level of spending across the last two windows, what is the minimum acceptable benchmark for this season? I mean, league finish. Really should be Champions League without a shadow of a doubt, but given everything that's gone on to now, pretty much a world break, record breaking number of injuries, the minimum has got to be fifth or sixth, absolute minimum. Any less than Potter's gone. Uh, so funny that that's allowed to be the aim. <laughs> I know, it's, but that's what I mean. Any any less, he's only excused by injuries. If it was that without, in, well, we wouldn't be that low without injuries, but. Arsenal were getting Pablo Mari on load, Cedric on load. All <laughs> uh, oh, right. One more question. Marquinhos, you and not the good one. Oh, God. Have Forrest signed enough players? Just a few. Quick fire answer. Honestly, no. No idea enough. How many have they signed? <clears throat> to my knowledge, it's three. Like 27. This window? Let me get the facts up. Let me get the facts up. Isn't it, I think it's it's a decent window from them, but I still I still think they're missing firepower. Definitely, like for at that position in the league table, you need someone who's gonna just fire you to safety, and I don't think they've got that. Mm. I know what you mean. I think um, I think I think they've done some decent deals. Uh, this, I think they're looking at Kalon Evans. I'm not sure if that's done. Yeah, look, I think <laughs> um, they've actually there's been an upturn in form for them where I think they're actually going to be all right in the end. Um, I think they signed just enough players to where reasonably they could be like, okay, we'll lo- long it out for the end of the season, then then we'll go again in the summer and sign another group. They players. signed that defensive midfielder. We were going to get Pat Danilo. Oh yeah, that's a really good signing. He looks good. Mm. I'd have been happy with him after watching him against um, United for a bit. He, he looked he looked prem level. Um, so I'm already upset. Enough. <laughs> They got Chris Wooden as well. Actually, ah, oh, he scores goals though. Big man, big man. He big man up top. Goals <laughs> in the past. Yeah, fair. Right, that very quick good. stink watch of the month. Edu Gaspar. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, uh, it's, it's, Jao, it's Jao Felix. It's Jao Felix. <laughs> Jao Felix, I think um, Liverpool at the moment. Darwin Nunes, I, I just can't believe what I'm watching from this guy week in, week out. <laughs> but Jao Felix, yeah, it, I think it has to be. I think it really, really has to be that guy. What other, what other contenders could there possibly be? Is there anyone at Spurs who's been especially shocking? 
Yeah, Lloris is really bad. Oh, oh Lloris, actually. I don't think... In back-to-back games. Oh, I don't... I, I'd say Felix is, is such a flashpoint of stink, though, which I think you've always yeah. got to be looking at that and being like, well, Lampard did get sacked. Lampard did get sacked. Yeah, but yeah, but with, with Felix, you get the added discourse about how much each performance is costing yeah. Chelsea. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Get him in. Get him in you know, we're talking about a, a, a princely one million pounds per <laughs> performance. Yeah, he's Boom. in there. Can I get a praise watch? Can I get a praise watch? Kaya Saka. Let's just say Kaya it. Get over it. Eddie and Ketia. is a good shout. Yeah. Um, how, which which teams have been doing well that you wouldn't necessarily expect? Emery, oh, Mitoma. Oh, I Matoma for oh, praise. Oh, yeah, I think it could be. I think it could be. Yeah. I think it's got to be Matoma up there. Let's go. Let's do I, it. I'm happy with Matoma. Let's give, give him his flowers. Yeah. Oh, just a quick, a quick note on the transfer window as well. I, I, yeah, obviously, apologies to any fans of other clubs. We 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 don't have the faculty to talk about everyone. But um, <laughs> Southampton signed that uh, Camel Dean Sulamala guy who oh, did I was, I was nice. singing. And at Southampton, when they've got good young players, they're a very exciting team to watch. So. I'm looking forward to his name being being out there. Yeah, he could be he good. Does, he he does be. skill moves. So, and they signed a six foot eight striker from the Belgian league as well. Big that video ball. I said to the chat. He's having, oh, <laughs> that video you said, but he's actually having a really good season. Yeah, did you, did you see he he signed um that fa- he scored that famous worst hat trick ever. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so good, so good. All right. Let's give let's give it Matoma, and then last but not least. Let's go for a bit of fancy lens. We've done this <sighs> fucking ages. I forgot to and... do it for like a full month. Jason, you're no, still I... doing well. Oh, did I? <laughs> this is the worst thing. I've been doing it every week. I've not. I've been taking it deadly serious. Now I'm. I'm plummeting. I'm falling fast. <laughs> I forgot to do it Out for a whole of Christmas. I'm. I, I've. I've rocketed up. Oh, and January, midway through, with Alex Reeves really pulling it back. I'm not gonna lie. Jess, I think Jess joined oh. uh, like halfway through. Um, actually an and... impressive point total, Jess, given the, the the starting point of the season. Yeah, and Alex, yeah, you know, we, we won't dwell on you, mate. Um... Elvis, Elvis Space. I'm, talk- I'm talking to you, Elvis, if you're listening. Can I just say what a name you've got? Um, Spacey FC. <laughs> I would I would give a rethink though, because. My thought was the the the, Kevin. the, the sexual abuser, yeah. <laughs> um, um, ten hogs, eleven dogs. Temmy, bottom of the mini league. Um, is he is he even trying? Yeah, Hazus is in there. He's obviously not trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Jack Zardice, I am trying. Weekend, week out, I'm just getting fucked. So we'll just move on. Um, next up in the mini league, we have got Old Havertz, Kai Hard. Actually, oh, oh, yeah, Captain Hard. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Well played. Well played, Hammerson. Good one. Good one, mate. How do you get that one in there? Steams Hammerson. Peppering goal. You can tell this is a, a, an FPL man right here. Peppering goal. <laughs> <laughs> but strong across the board. Wait, Eddie, are you top of the mini league? Wait, have I just no, skipped no. three past you? You skipped right past me. How glad. Oh, Captain Harland. Wow. Yeah, I, <laughs> I forgot to guy. do it for the whole of Christmas. Yeah. I've already let myself down. But... What's that What's that Squidward quote where he's like, feeling adventurous today or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, Daring between top and bottom, over a hundred points. Yeah, we'll still we'll still hold the. Um, it's to be true. Obviously, Hotel Seattle is top. Um, I said that in Scouse that second because he is indeed Scouse. Sorry, okay. I don't know why I did that. That was really weird. Um, at the summit, every single week he's, he's dominating. Well done, Luke. And yeah, look, whenever we um, get our shit together, we'll be back. Ooh, a st- strong week from Tactical Astro. Is this a triple captain week? No. Wow. Well, points on points. Oh, no wow. tactics, just vibes. You know, I think we left Rashford on the bench as well. Yeah. Some vibes, you know, lots of tactics and vibes. So, something to think about. But look, nice speak of you guys. Transfer window is up. Let's just assume Chelsea have spent another billion pounds and signed in with Fernandez. Yeah. Um, we'll try and do something next month. Whatever that will be on Chelsea's uh, either rise or demise. Hopefully, Arsenal's demise and Tottenham's rise. Hey. But yeah, until then, uh, <laughs> we'll see you in the next one. And peace. peace.